0: And we were little, like single digits at that time. And she would hide food in the laundry basket and pretend she was bringing the laundry into the room and then she'd have food in the basket for us so that we could get something to eat. Thank you for joining me today. I am so grateful that you are here. And I want to say whether you are male or female, whether you are young or old, this podcast is for you. If you are struggling with losing weight, if you are struggling with eating out of control, behaviors that drive you to consume more than your body needs, if that is a struggle for you, like it has been for me, then you're in the right place. Don't let the title scare you off. Don't let how you identify gender-wise scare you off. This podcast is for you. If you are a believer in Jesus Christ, then you have everything you need to get free from this entanglement with food that you currently find yourself in. And this whole season, this very first season of God's Perfect Size, is all about laying the foundation for your freedom. your freedom. So if you're ready to be free, really free, not just bound to another diet plan, then this podcast is for you. Have you ever looked out at your family? I'm talking about your biological family, those that if you know your family members, have you ever looked and noticed that throughout your family, there are certain things that seem familiar or seem repetitive generation after generation. And I'm talking about the repetition of certain strongholds or sin. I noticed that pretty early on in my family, that a lot of the people in my family struggled with addiction, with whether it be food addiction, whether it be drug and alcohol abuse, whether it be sex and pornography. That's why I guess I talk about those particular topics so much. It's because I've seen them in my family and they seem to latch on to the next generation. Like when they're very early, those things seem to be waiting for them, ready to greet them. And my struggle, as you know, that I've talked about a million times is food addiction. I struggled with food addiction for a really long time. And y'all, I I don't know exactly when it started. Um, If you read my book, then you know it started pretty early in my life. And no, this is not a plug, not even a shameless plug for the book, for the 12 people who probably purchased it. But for those of you who... I know who are listening to this podcast, you know a little bit about my history. You know that my story started pretty early with a father who was abusive and was addicted to certain substances, had out of control behaviors at times. And then he and my mom, they were married and they had five daughters together. And he walked away because the lure of the flesh, the lure of that that drug addiction drove him out of the house and to seek another lifestyle. And that left us devastated. And I guess for me, uh, early on, I don't know exactly, I can't pinpoint exactly when the when the switch flipped into food addiction, but I do, I do have a distinct memory that he would punish us. He would withhold food from us. And whenever we got on his nerves, I wasn't always sure why we were being punished, but I knew that our very presence sometimes got on his nerves. And so he would withhold dinner from us and just put us in our room. And my mom was scared. She was a young bride. She was terrified. And we were little, like single digits at that time. And she would hide food in the laundry basket and pretend she was bringing the laundry into the room. And then she'd have food in the basket for us so that we could get something to eat. And I remember being really young and thinking, number one, when I'm older, I'm going to buy all the food in the world. Nobody's going to stop me from eating food. And that confession right there, I believe, became a covenant with the enemy because I was going to fix this by myself. So I allowed my fear and my need to be my own savior. I allowed all of that to become the confession of my mouth and then inadvertently, I partnered with Satan in that. And so when I grew up, I did exactly that. I mean, I ate junk food. I ate everything I wanted to eat. Nobody was going to stop me. And I made my own money. And even when I came to know the Lord, I didn't even see that as wrong. To be honest, I didn't even think that overeating was a sin. I'd heard of gluttony, but who talks about that today? Isn't that some kind of ancient term that people talked about way back when? I think that's what the enemy wants us to believe. He wants us to believe that just overeating is a habit. It's something you can control. It's something that you don't need a savior for. And it's it boggles me that even I had that mindset after I came to know Jesus, came to know that, that these vices of the flesh cannot be dealt with and atoned for with my own strength. I actually needed a savior. And here's the thing. You do too. Whether you are a man or a woman, whether you feel like this this podcast is male or female, whether however you feel about this podcast. It doesn't even matter because the truth is I'm sitting here telling you that gluttony is real and it's he's like this little hidden demon that tucks himself in and he tells you, oh, just diet more, just exercise more. Don't deal with the root cause of why you're eating. Don't deal with the enemy hiding behind the scenes, driving you like a puppet. Don't deal with him because he needs you to keep that door open. He needs you. He needs you. And so he doesn't want you to get your freedom. And I'll tell you why he doesn't want you to get your freedom. You know, okay, before I tell you why, let's back up a little bit. So I'm just going to be real. And it's probably going to not make some people very happy, but I don't know how else to do this except to share with you my experience and also what I've observed. I have observed in the church, in God's family. We look at people and we say, oh, that's a drug addict. They need the Lord. Or, oh, he's a liar. He really needs salvation. We say all of these things. But I've never heard anyone say, if you are morbidly obese, you need salvation. I've never heard anybody say that. And I, I don't understand why. And I think that's why it's grown out of control in the family of God. Now, what the world does with with what they believe, that's up to them. But I'm talking to you, brothers and sisters, believers in Christ. The enemy is using food on so many of us to shorten our lives, to steal our futures, and to keep an open door for the next generation. I said that. The enemy is using you to keep an open door. So that's why I say this podcast is for the young and the very old, because if you are a great, great grandma and you are still eating out of control and you are First of all, congratulations if you are a great-great-grandma and you've made it this far in life. But the truth is, the enemy needs you to keep doing what you're doing so that even after you pass away, he, he has access to your future. He has access to your grandchildren, to your children, to your children's children and your children's children. And he doesn't necessarily need all of them to be gluttons. He just needs an open door so that he has a vice of the flesh alive and viable to pass on to the next generation. And that's what the enemy is doing. So when I first started this sentence, I wanted to tell you, take a look, take a look throughout your family. You've got homework this week. Take a look throughout your family. Do you notice certain sins are prevalent in your family? Do you notice if alcoholism is a vice in your family and Uncle has it, aunt has it, cousin so-and-so has it, and now you see a young teenager dabbling in alcohol at 13 in your same family. That's an enemy. That's the enemy. That's the enemy at work in your family. And he's working to tear down your family through that. It's a stronghold. Food is the same thing. When I looked throughout my family, I saw that we all kind of had a similar struggle with food. We all had this struggle centered around eating and eating as much as we can possibly consume until our stomachs are full. And we would laugh about it. I ate so much. I had to unbutton my pants. The enemy loves that. And he's made it so that it it has become common language. It has become the confession of our mouths and it is running unchecked in the family of God. And that makes me sad for our future generations, but it also makes me sad for you right now because you have freedom at your fingertips. You know, Romans 10.10 says, for with the heart, one believes and is justified and with the mouth, one confesses and is saved. Oftentimes the distance between where you are now and where you need to go to have health and self-control is the confession of your mouth. We've got to stop confessing things and laughing about things and making light of things that are sinful to the Lord. God considers it a sin. Call it for what it is. So with the confession of your mouth, you are going to confess the ways that you have believed wrongly about your food, You've the ways you've partnered with the enemy and overeaten, and the ways that you have indulged in gluttonous behavior. Doesn't sound fun. But that's where salvation begins. It begins with the confession of your mouth and then it, and then the belief in your heart that you need a Savior and then you confess it to Jesus and you invite Him into your situation. The beginning steps are as simple as that. Now, what happens after that is between you and the Lord and I do have some lessons that I'm going to teach on how to walk this thing out. But it begins with just that simple confession. You don't have to get goosebumps when you confess it. You don't have to feel like You have to have it all together to say those words. You don't actually have to have it all together because the truth is you need a savior. There's no way for you to get it all together. There's no way. If you could have, you would have. You would have. But the truth is you can't. And I'm not talking about getting it together in terms of losing the weight. I'm talking about getting it together in terms of being set free from the enemy. You need a savior. Let that be the confession of your mouth. The first thing you need to do is invite the Lord into your situation and tell him, tell him the truth. Y'all start praying some real raw prayers out there. Tell him the truth. Tell him you like overeating. Tell him that you enjoy looking for the macaroni and cheese at the family get together and that you always eat half the pan when you go. Tell him you're not sure if you can give that up for him. Say it, say it just like that. I remember telling the Lord, I'm not even sure I can give up over eating for you because I feel like my love for food is greater than my love for you. So help me, Jesus. And that's how my, my journey started. I just started telling the Lord the truth. He already knew it anyways. So now it's your turn. If you want freedom, and I'm not talking about just your freedom, freedom. I'm not talking about just your freedom. I'm talking about freedom For the generations ahead of you, for the family members ahead of you, you're not just fighting for your freedom. You are fighting for your legacy. You are fighting for your bloodline. So start now by confessing your sins before the Lord and telling him how you've used food wrongly, how you've idolized it, how you have worshiped the plate and how you need God to come in and set you free from that and cut the chains from your hands to the plate. Invite him into that that's where i am begging you start that's what this podcast is about and that and it's for anyone who's struggling in that way when you get off this podcast not only pray for yourself but pray for your family members and then you begin the hard work of closing the door to the enemy close that door that has that has been a vice of the flesh for you by making the right confession taking it to the father Repenting of the sin of overeating, you can call it that or you can call it gluttony, repent of that and then ask Jesus to forgive you and then invite him in and begin your journey. Start with one step at a time to becoming God's perfect size. It's not a catchphrase, it really is a phrase that is reminding you that he is the creator of your body, he is the savior of your flesh and your spirit. So become God's perfect size. Remember, he's the one that you are to worship, that you are to bow down to, and let him come in and start bringing healing into your life. Close the door to the enemy by confessing what you've done and inviting your Savior in to help you out. I pray this episode helps you. I pray that it gives you right perspective, and it helps you take your very first step on your journey. We're not done. We're just beginning to become God's perfect size. Join me each Wednesday as I share with you tangible steps, practical steps you can take to start walking this out and defeating the enemy of gluttony and taking your freedom back from the enemy so that you can become all that you are supposed to be. And you close the door to the enemy and you also hand a legacy of faith and freedom to those you love. My prayer is that's exactly what you'll do. I love you, but more importantly, Jesus loves you, and he's going to be with you every step of the way. Thank you for joining me today, and I'll be elated to sit with you in the next podcast. Bye. (laughs)
1: That <laughs> is strong
0: If you enjoyed your worship experience with the Joy Music, be sure to download your favorites on iTunes, Spotify, and all major streaming platforms today.